0: You are listening to Let's Be Honest with your host, Just Jonda. And welcome to Let's Be Honest. I'm your host, Just Janda, and today we are going to go over the latest in the Wendy Williams versus Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo, I call it. Show me my money case. There has been some new developments as of May nineteenth, twenty twenty-two. That was last Thursday where wendy and her team did finally get back into court and to argue several issues one which is the obvious why do they have the the, my money or more importantly they have no reason to have my money and this is why they shouldn't have my money this is the these are the things they did wrong to mismanage my money And unfortunately, she then, her team then had to further deal with the issue of whether or not there should be a conservatorship or a court-appointed guardian who would be uh, over her finances. So because of the nature of this case, especially once it morphed into a hybrid case of not only the initial issue, which was just a straight up uh, civil issue. Like I have my money with this bank and this bank is, as far as Wendy's uh, argument is concerned, they are illegally withholding my money from me. And just brief background, uh, this whole mess, well, for us, we found out about it, I guess, late February, early March. But for Wendy, this whole mess started somewhere around January 2022. And just as a brief reference, if you look in the notes for this episode, and I'm going to try and add a link if I if it lets me do it, I did a full uh, experience expansive coverage of this case um, in episode 113. And so if you go back to episode 113, I actually, I have the actual pleadings and broke all of this down for you all paragraph by paragraph so that you understand what was going on and what was at stake here. But just a brief background, and we've got a little bit of time because the court's ruling wasn't Uh, it wasn't a long ruling and there's going to be yet another hearing. So some of what you're going to get at the end of the episode is really um, my thoughts on what this means for her, especially compared to what a lot of so-called commentators and bloggers and vloggers and Well, let's just face it. A lot of people putting clickbait out there saying, oh, Wendy won. Wendy beat Wells Fargo and got her money back. Mm, Not so fast. And we're going to talk about that in a few moments. So at any rate, a little bit of background. As I said, get more episode 113. Wendy Williams, as we know, famed talk show maven. So when we're talking about Wendy's money, we're not talking about thousands hundreds of thousands or even ones of millions we are speculatively because like many people of her stature she very well may have money in a number of places Although it's sounding like a good portion or a substantial portion was with Wells Fargo, especially given the arguments that were being made about her ability to pay bills. But at any rate, um, we are talking about uh, potentially upwards of $20 million because Wendy Williams is worth quite a lot of money. She's been in the business for a long time, her talk shows, uh, up until you know she wasn't on it uh was consistently successful of course had the ups and downs and ebbs and flows of everyone else's especially given covid but um you know at the top of her game and and has consistently been that way um and and basically an icon in the industry for at least i mean hell it's 2022 so at least 30 years um I uh, was born and raised in Jersey. And of course she was on the radio in New York. And so I remember the messiness, of course, at that time she was on the radio, but she was still known as the Wendy Williams. She was a black female version of Howard Stern. And so, um, and and that's a moniker that she is, is fine with. And in fact, uh, when she and Howard have, uh, we you know, when she's appeared on his show, and I think he's appeared on her show at least once, but I know she's appeared on his, and they've talked about that. So this is big time, so we're talking big, big money, um, and that's for all the folks who may not know who Wendy Williams is. At any rate, around January, according to the pleadings, Wendy noticed or those who uh she has on her team uh with managing her money that she could literally not access her money like atm checks uh getting the money through her personal financial manager because again when you are have count accounts like the type she has you absolutely have personal financial management at your bank and they handle your investments and All of that stuff. But in Wendy's case, whether we were talking five bucks or 500 million bucks, she couldn't access it any more than me going to my bank and them telling me I don't have any money because that's basically the situation she was in and she went back and forth with them first of all trying to figure out what the hell was going on and they gave her some run around a bit according to her of course about um them being uh, them being alerted to the possibility that there was some impropriety on her accounts, not anything that she may have been doing illegally, but uh, allegations by the person who actually was her personal account manager at one time, because apparently Wendy had fired her uh, not too long before this. So notice some, some things on Wells Fargo's side are real convenient, like the person I fired just happens to be the person that comes to you and tells you after I lose a very lucrative account. Cause I think some of these things, although we're saying in speculation um, and of course, you know, I give you the legal breakdown, but we also talk about this from a common sense everyday standpoint, right? So let's uh, have on both our legal hat and our common sense hat when you're just talking to your girlfriend, just Jonda and It just so happens that the person who was my account manager, who I dismissed for whatever reason I decided to dismiss her or had someone dismiss her on my behalf, is also the same person who, as we would imagine, would have had to answer to her superiors about losing such a lucrative account, then just happens to be the same person who says, well, She's nuts, I mean, yeah, they put it in a cute little way, but let's call the spade a spade. She's nuts. There's people around her who are giving her bad advice. We shouldn't trust what she does. and look at and and of course, unfortunately, for Wendy, what was going on in the news cycle and the tabloids wasn't playing to her favor right she hasn't been able to be on her show every time they announced she was coming back there were all these excuses up until the point of maybe i would say uh pretty much rolling up on the thanksgiving holiday they were announcing that she was coming back remember they had the initial date in September, when her show was supposed to come back, just like every other television show, talk show, you know, they make their September debut to start the season. Then they said she wasn't going to be there because of COVID. Okay, fine. She had been going around doing promotions and what have you. COVID is still out here in these streets. Okay, so she had COVID. And of course, given her other health ailments, I would imagine that there's certainly. Tremendous argument to be made that she would be particularly susceptible. She's got Graves disease and whatever else ails her. She was gonna so they pushed off, I think it was two weeks. Then on the cusp of the two-week deadline, it was pushed back again, I think for another two weeks. Then it was a month, and then, like I said, by the time we got close to the thanksgiving holidays maybe even by the end of october they just put together a full lineup of um of co-hosts guest hosts well guest hosts that would take the show through the new year and the expectation was okay just give her the fall off or at least that's what we were thinking um as the outside looking in and that was kind of the impression that was given that, um, you know, it just, it's just scrap the fall because you're coming up on the holidays. You're going to go into re- that that whole bunch of weeks of reruns other than like a Christmas special, a week of Christmas specials. And uh, just after the new year, when, when all the other shows start back up anew, Wendy would as well. And as we know, that did not happen. So all of that to say that, The shenanigans behind the scenes, the stuff right before uh, in that year before COVID and, you know, the admitted relapse. And even when she was doing the show from her house, like the other talk show hosts, she wasn't presenting well. And it wasn't even necessarily about the way that she looked. It was, I mean, because Wendy's look is Wendy's look. It was really more so that even her most ardent fans talked about the fact that, you know, she just didn't seem like she was firing on all the cylinders that everybody is used to Wendy firing on. So bottom line is all of the stuff going on off books, shall we say, did not help her when this individual who would arguably be the person with wells that would have the most contact with her in the closest relationship with her in theory allegedly told them that this is what's going on with this particular client and even more so in terms of the relationship this is someone who had been with wendy for years even coming from uh, another banking entity so ultimately that that was the basis for which Wells Fargo said they had the authority via um, other regulations um, as it related to looking out for the best interest of their client accounts to seize her accounts. Because I'm just going to call it what it is. I'm going to call it a seizure because there are, I'm sure, so, so many people who bank at Wells Fargo, Bank of America, and every Navy federal, and every other bank in the world, that you don't even have to have a personal banking representative. If you just look at what they spend their money on, how they spend it, the frequency of it, let alone odd, random deposits, withdrawals, etc., one could raise an eyebrow about a lot of people whose accounts need to be questioned and it, whether, but nobody cares if you are a thousandaire or a hundredaire and you might be taken advantage of. And then we also add to it, just this little sticky wicket for me, the fact that it's Wells Fargo who like a lot of banks, cause we're not just gonna pick on them in this particular regard, always has something going on. Hell, just this week alone, I think it might have even been yesterday, maybe the day before because of the tragedy in Uvalde, Texas, uh, you know, my days are blurring together, as I'm sure many of you are, especially those of us who are parents. They just had to fire a whole gaggle of loan officers because of impropriety in the um what what was it in in the appraisal process that was being used to give loans and i'm sure that there's a whole lot more underneath that because why would a loan officer be involved in some mess with appraisals for faulty loans unless either someone was getting a kickback or in the case of Wells, because this is something that has happened with them before, but with other sections in their bank, they are um, you have managers who have certain um, quotas that they are required to meet, therefore, people who work at the bank will cut corners to make sure that they beat those sales quotas for opening accounts and of course uh giving loans so you know just as a side note not a lot of clean hands in all of this from a common sense standpoint now back to uh the case with wendy ultimately after weeks of going back and forth the bank saying uh we need this or that from you and her providing documentation she has an adult son who uh became involved on her behalf and of course she's got lawyers and and business managers the ones that she does trust and, and is still working with and well still wouldn't budge they filed in court which they absolutely should have Um, Because at the very least, it got something going, even if it's a slow process getting there. Once Wendy's side filed in court, Wells, um, and also a former business manager, because I don't think she's working with him anymore. In fact, she came out and said he stole money from her. Um, Wells Fargo, I don't believe he did it. With Wells Fargo, but Wells Fargo and this other person of uh, Bernie Young, I believe, filed with the court that whether Wells, whether they had, um, whether the court ruled that Wells could continue to do what they were doing or not they still needed uh, that there still needed to be a guardian put in place because there was still some concerns about wendy's ability to basically operate her own finances so we once again have have someone coming in and saying this woman can't possibly be in charge of the money that she made especially if she's rich getting hints of britney spears here because we've had a whole lot of crazy ass uh men especially crazy ass white men with money And nobody did a thing. Nobody did a thing when uh, Charlie Sheen, who was making a shit ton of money at the time on Two and a Half Men, even though he was ultimately fired. But while his contract was in place, it was one of their top shows, not to mention the money he had made just through the course of his career when he's running around talking about tiger's blood admitting to having hiv and apparently not really caring about his health or anything else and nobody got a conservatorship over him and i'm sure we can talk about many people not just in um uh, not just in there in the entertainment industry but all over the place. Now how crazy some of these little nutty inbred rich people are? Come on now. So, bottom line is they filed and they said that. So that, so at least for the public, which is why we didn't hear much about this case, that changed things because once the motion was filed for a conservatorship. Or guardianship, in you know, they're basically the same thing. But once those that motion was filed, it put the case in a different posture with the court, with the court because those things are uh, those matters of finance. I, I'm sorry, those matters are confidential, especially because you're getting into issues regarding um, someone's health and well being because that is the umbrella that it comes under even for the court. You're talking about these matters in an entirely different realm at that point. It's it's almost like dealing with um, a child's issues in family court <clears throat> uh, if they're, excuse me, um, if I were to make just an offhand comparison um, in terms of the confidential nature of it. So that's why we didn't hear anything for a while. and even the things that we do know based on the hearing, they are very general other than what, other than what Wendy has chosen to tell herself when speaking out regarding the matter. So on May 19th, 2022, they went to court and I will say, so that it doesn't sound like I'm totally beating up on these other sources, it was a it was win ish and in the sense that wells fargo no longer has unilateral control or any control quite frankly over what happens with the funds belonging to Wendy Williams. You know the money that she worked for and it and is totally entitled to set on fire in the middle of the street should she choose to. Because whether or not that is abhorrent to you to Freaking bad. You can't tell people how to spend their money. If Warren Buffett and Bill Gates and whomever else was part of that little pack they made were to wake up tomorrow and say, screw giving all of my money to charity or, uh, you know, whatever the specifics of it is. But we know that they decided that the overwhelming majority of their estates and stuff would be parsed out to charity and all of this stuff. And you know, and they'll all feel good and go to heaven and blah, blah, blah. If they woke up tomorrow and decided to use whatever fail-safe clause is inevitably built into that and decide not to do that, oh, well, you can say that they are the worst people on the planet if you choose. However, is their money, they made it, and whether or not they choose to donate it spend it, pimp themselves out in $100 bill, uh, you know, in, in jackets made of $100 bills that they throw in the trash and only wear once, or literally decide to set it on fire to heat their homes, it belongs to them. You don't have to like it, but it does not belong to you. And that is the situation with Wendy Williams. Well, that is the case as it relates to Wells Fargo. If the money is moved to another bank, because it's not likely to be set on fire, then so be it. And you're out of it entirely. And whatever fees you, whatever account fees or whatever, they'll be paid. But the bottom line is it ain't yours no more. Because I tell you what, conditions the one the conditions i'm going to get into in a few moments or not if i were her i would never trust them again and that's just a petty in me whether i have partial control or full control it doesn't matter i would not have accounts with that bank anymore now of course it's not the entirety of everybody at wells fargo it's the people that were involved in this particular transaction Oh, well, y'all suffer. None of you get the fees. None of you get all the everything that goes along with having my fortune at your bank. Too bad. If I want to put my money at the bank of Doodoo Brown and send you a note and said I did it, oh, well. So what happened in the case, as we know, rant aside, because it just pisses me off. <laughs> just nuts. Um, they no longer have full control of her money. However, so that is that is the when and here's the ish. It's That's not the end of it. There is still a temporary guardian. It, there was a temporary guardian put in place in March. The court absolutely did appoint a conservator a financial conservator, financial guardian of her account. So she, there is a guardianship in place. So you're like, Oh my God, this just like Britney Spears is, or, you know, they're going to be telling Whitney what, I, I mean, Wendy, what to do with her body, what to do this. No, this is the difference with Britney Spears. Now, granted, there are some similarities, and that's why I use Britney, because that's like the most spectacular example we've had in recent history. With Britney, it was, a, it was a guardianship over not only her finances, but her as a person. So that is what made everything difficult with him, with Brittany's situation, because even if there wasn't a separate financial guardianship, the financial, the, the guardianship of her as a person still in theory would have impacted her ability to make a lot of decisions. So while arguably she would have had access to her money anytime she wanted to do anything because there was a guardianship over her as a person which governed her decisions, there still would have probably ended up being a hang-up. Now, having a separate one that dealt with the finances made it less complicated, so that's that would be a good reason for doing both because then you don't have to go back and forth arguing about the nuance of, yeah, you're the guardianship over me as a person allows you to insult me uh, by determining that I should be on birth control and, and what type I should use. But it doesn't necessarily and, and it allows you to uh, potentially make contracts on my behalf or or maybe not make the contracts, but it it allows you to tell me that I need to go to work. But does it allow you to sign the contract? That actually puts that job in place. So you get into a lot of splitting hairs when you have it over the person and not just the financial. So they did both. Wendy's is not over her as a person. So she still technically has the same autonomy to do whatever she wants to do, come and go as she please, all of that. So none of the stuff that, um, you, you know, Brittany would have, uh, would have complained about And I mean, and obviously with some of the stuff Britney complained about, Wendy is older. So things like having babies and all this stuff, not really an issue. And her son is an adult, but you get the point. But when it comes to her finances, what they did, and again, still a little bit better than Britney's situation in that uh, Britney, from my understanding of it, uh, with hers was not involved at all. Her f- financial decisions as it relates to her were able to be made completely without her, which is why so much of her money is missing. With Wendy, she is able to make decisions like, let's say, and, and again, I'm going to be totally frivolous because I don't you know, know her personally, but let's say she wants to make an extravagant purchase right now. To me, is extravagant. She's a, a multi, multi, multi millionaire, so it's probably no big deal. But let's say she wanted to buy a twenty thousand dollar purse. Well, she can decide to make uh, to to buy a twenty thousand dollar purse and get and you know and get ready to extract the funds for the twenty thousand dollar purse. However, her conservator then uh, her conservator then comes into play to say whether or not they think that that is a financially sound decision. So does that sound like somebody has total control over their situation? What if you and your conservator just have... Vastly different views of what's appropriate. What if your conservator is a bit more conservative than you are? What if you are a mom? Let's say again, she has a son, little Kevin, who is in his early 20s. Let's say for argument's sake, because again, we don't know her, right, but we're just tossing scenarios, that Wendy is a very generous mom, like one of those generous to a fault where, you know, they will literally give that child anything and everything, you know, the kind of rich mom and rich kid where you know you buy them a Porsche on Monday they wreck it on Tuesday and you still buy them a Mercedes on Wednesday they wreck it on Thursday and you buy them a Ferrari on Friday we haven't heard those types of things but again we're spitballing so let's say Wendy was that type of parent little Kevin came to her and said you know what I uh decided i um, cause you know, because he may have already graduated from school. If not, he should be damn close to it because he's, he's in his early twenties. So let's say little Kevin said, all right, I graduated from Rutgers still like kind of finding myself, figuring out my job, but I do know I want to settle in New York area. I was pretty much born and raised there. Um, I don't want to live in Jersey, want a penthouse. And, uh, I mean, I, I want a, a condo in New York price tag three point two million. Mom says, well, shit, I'm worth 50, plus 3.2 million, plus it's New York real estate. Why not? Financial conservator says, who may be conservative, says, "Mm, I don't think that's the greatest thing to do, especially considering that right now your show isn't on. You don't know what your situation is going to be. You live a relatively extravagant lifestyle in a mansion. So there's a certain amount of money that you need to maintain your lifestyle, uh, to maintain your lifestyle. You are only in your fifties. You may have another 40 years on this planet and, uh, you know, you buy this condo for little Kevin, who's to say that he's going to be able to pay the utilities. Well, hell, I'm his mama. I'll pay the utilities. I don't care. I want him to have this $3.2 million condo. Financial Conservator says, based on the market, all the other things that I, that we talked about, I don't agree. So tiebreaker, they go to the judge because the judge is involved in this decision too. Who the heck? Do you think the judge is going to go with the person that he put in charge to safeguard her financial best interests or her? Why would you say, well, ma'am, I get what you're saying, but again, you're going through a lot right now. There's a whole lot going on, a lot of moving parts. Why would your son need a $3.2 million condo right now? Well, you know what? Because I want him to have it. Well, you know what? Mm, doesn't sound like a sound financial decision. I'm rolling with the guardian on this one. And this is coming from someone in myself. I serve as a court appointed guardian all the time. I've dealt, dealt it with, with juveniles and adults. Um, we are appointed for a reason. We are appointed to advise the court. So that doesn't mean that the court always agrees with me because they don't. But It certainly would mean if I were appointed in a very specific capacity, not the general capacity that I tend to be appointed in, but a very specific capacity, one as a financial advisor, well, financial guardian, essentially an advisor, and by all accounts, even in in all the research, when these types of people are appointed, of course it's gonna be someone with sound financial expertise. So this is a very specific capacity. Um, You think that the court isn't gonna appoint someone with found, sound financial expertise to be a part of this decision-making and not weigh the scales a little bit more on their side, especially in an instance where the judge is like, mm, I could go either way on this. So if I got to choose, I think I'm going to go with that one. Or, you know, the economy is a little flaky. Again, she may live another 40 years and we don't even know whether or not she has a job right now. Whose side do we think they're going to come on? So does that, whose side do we think we're going to weigh on? So does that sound like a win or does it just sound win-ish? Again, not knocking anybody. Just a little in explaining this matter, also giving you a a little insight into the whole clickbait thing. And none of this has anything to do with me trying to snatch back <laughs> that win from Wendy. Because let me tell you something, Wendy came out and did a live later that day and Wendy would agree with me over... All these other people who said that she had a win because when wendy came out and made a statement after that she was not happy about having a guardian in place that is not what she went to court to do what she went to court to do was to get her funds released from wells fargo not to then get hemmed up in an entirely different way After getting these other people. So basically she got one monkey off of her off her back and now has another one. Oh, and by the way, she's got to pay to continue to go back and forth to get this monkey off her back. Guess who's got to pay for it? Are you forgetting? Every time she goes to court, she's got attorneys with her. So she had, she'll, she's paying attorneys to fight Wells Fargo, and now she's got to pay attorneys to go back and forth and deal with this matter with the court. Now, according to all reports, and they've all been fairly consistent, it looks like the next hearing on this is around July. That's why most of the reports are saying that She could possibly get some relief, especially if things continue in a positive direction. Of course, you know, obviously having the best of the best in evaluations done and everybody saying she's in good shape and, you know, having a um, bringing in a top notch financial team of her own or at least showing the one that she has and the fact that whatever these ominous suspicions are about her and her state of mind and all of these other things that is all BS. So those are those are good things but she's paying for all of this. The motions, the flying back and forth cuz she was in Florida, she's going to court in New York, the legal team, all of the paperwork back and forth, any evaluations any counseling anything else that the court ordered because there's other conditions we just don't have them because obviously they're confidential all of this stuff all of these negotiations even the back and forth with wells fargo to try to resolve this before they went to court in the first place and now to prepare for a hearing just in case the court doesn't just say, okay, guardianship over, and they have to actually go and battle it out. So on top of the insult that set all of this into motion, she's got to pay for it. Interesting how that works out because she's got to pay for this crap When you're claiming that she shouldn't even be able to make her own financial decisions without some overseer deciding that it's okay. And somehow that seems to be okay with everybody, just like it was supposedly okay in the Britney case. And I've heard people even say now, well, just looking at how she acts on Instagram and stuff, maybe somebody needs to be in charge of her money again. You know what? Looking at how most of you act on Instagram and Facebook and whatever, some of you need to be under some kind of supervision. I'm not saying that anybody needs to supervise how you spend your money, but somebody definitely needs to supervise the way a lot of y'all use social media. Cause Lord knows you in uh, humiliating yourself, your kids, your mama, your grandmama, and, and generations to come because once it's on the internet is there forever. But these people who made their own money And we're minding their own business spending that money or not, because we've never even heard of Wendy or hell, even back in the day in the case of Brittany. Just spending their money all crazy. So it's funny, but which makes it even funnier that when you're so concerned about these women. That the first thing that you go under, go after is the thing that gives them the power to do what they want to and not be subject to someone else's control. Because in a capitalistic society in the United States of America, money is not just a currency. Money. Is power, and the more of it you have, the more power you have over yourself and the things around you because you can afford not to be told what to do. Or if people tell you what to do, you can afford to ignore them. But we don't want to, but you know, but y'all don't want to talk about that because you know that'll get us into a whole other thing. So we will continue to pray for Wendy's state of mind because whatever she may or may not have been going through leading up to all of this, this bullshit is certainly not helping. It didn't help my state of mind when I heard about it because it is so abhorrent to me. And it should be concerning to a lot of people. The fact that they could even do this. And knowing that there was no question that they were wrong because the court so summarily and so easily tossed it out. This didn't go through layers of hearings and appeals and arguments and end up in a you know, creating new laws in, in, you know, in, in in the books. No, ma'am. No, sir. No, anybody who's listening. It didn't do any of that. The way something this complicated, you would have thought that it was. It didn't end up leading to some potential rules being changed in the banking industry or the FDIC or any of that. Nope. Went to court once bloop, tossed out. And the fact that it was done so easily, so quickly, tells you how much, or better put, it tells you how improper and how out of line it was because there was no fight in it to be had the minute that shit hit a judge's bench to be discussed. The best that they could even do because they knew once it went to court what the potential outcome was gonna be is go and toss in another Hail Mary with doing a guardianship because they figured that the arguments that they made to try to do what they did in the first place improperly would work for guardianship and they did because those are the types of arguments that are made that there's a question about whether or not this person is able to handle their finances whatever whatever but their rationale for originally doing it and not having a guardianship in place just deciding that they were going to take this black woman's money and determine that they were in charge of it to the exclusion of her or anybody, any of her representatives. They knew it was bullshit. And so did the court. That's why it didn't take but a minute for it to beat, for it to go away. But again, a win? Nope. Win-ish. But like I said, even for those who are like woohoo, Wendy da 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 da, clickbait, clickbait. Wendy knew it wasn't a win either because she came out that night and said so, because that's not what she went there for. And as a grown ass woman, I don't blame her. That's not what I went there for. I didn't work the last thirty years of my life, good portion of it with somebody who was crazy and whooping my ass and everything else. <clears throat> Excuse me for somebody for me to get to my big age how old is wendy like 55 57 whatever and a bank decide on a on the word of somebody that i decided i don't want to f with no more that i'm too crazy to decide how to spend my money to pay my bills, because she couldn't even pay her bills, and that is what makes it even more insidious. Because if this is her bank, and some of these things that she was attempting to do were to pay her bills, then the amounts that she was attempting to withdraw or transfer were, which was in her, which was in her pleading, were consistent. With what she had done several months before, so they weren't even. I mean, maybe there were some wackadoo ones that the woman was able to point to when she said this to her superiors. But her monthly bills, her mortgage, and whatever for her son, and you know, I don't. Again, I don't know if he's still in school, so I don't know if there's tuition, whatever. Those would have been consistent with what she paid. In August, September, October, November, and December. So if I'm attempting to extract the same amount in January, why would that be a problem? Even if, we, if, even if we're going to split hairs on everything else, why would that be a problem? Better watch your step out there, folks. Especially if you have too much money and somebody don't think that you should have it or at the very least they can't they can't take it from you but maybe just decide how you need to spend it if you spend it your way so that is our update as of today May 27th 2022 on the Wendy Williams case unless there's some additional motions filed between now and then um, and again, when it's this kind of closed hearing type case, it, literally, you never know when things are just going to pop up unless Wendy herself comes out, um, and shares the information, but at least for now, uh, we're slated for the next update. Um, not that it's any of our business, but we still want to know. And, and in our case, actually rooting for her to get her money. Um, in July of 2022, unless things get put off. So good luck, Wendy. This has been uh, episode 120 of the ongoing saga of Wendy Williams versus Wells Fargo. At least that's how it started. The show me my money update. And other than that, if you like what you hear, please continue to listen, subscribe, make sure that if you have iTunes or Spotify, you go, you subscribe there, you leave us a review, leave us those five stars, very, very important for us to uh, just continue to rise in the ranks. Um, I will be giving some updates soon as we add the youtube piece to this show podcast isn't going away we're just going to add the visual element on it so that you have another way to see us and interact with me and perhaps see the faces that i make i don't know if you want to see all of that i tend to get a little animated and out of control as you can tell (laughs) um other than that uh if you want to follow us you can follow me on uh on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Be Honest, JJ. j that's L-E-T-S-B-E-H-O-N-E-S-T-J-J for Just Jonda. You can also email me, especially if you have any questions, concerns, show ideas, cases you want me to check into. You know I love that, especially if it has a pop culture element as well. I will be doing a deep dive that take a little longer, so... Um, Look this weekend for me to do a deep dive into the Young Thug and Gunna Rico case involving YSL and no, I don't mean uh, East St. Laurent. And uh, But that is going to be an interesting case. I don't even care about their music. I just love an interesting case, especially if it involves pop music. And this one seems to have spawned uh, an attempt in New York, at least at legislation, uh, put forth by uh, several artists, including Jay-Z, Kelly Rowland, and some others about the use of lyrics, particularly rap lyrics in criminal prosecutions. I definitely have some opinions about that and they may surprise you, especially considering that I'm a defense attorney um, and have been for quite some time. But uh, so I look forward to uh, talking about that more in depth and doing that show with you. Otherwise, as always, if you're thinking about it and want to talk about it, chances are I'm thinking about it and I want to talk about it too. So let's be honest together.